Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Ten twenty twenty three. It's the Friday night SmackDown after show. We're missing a Glenn. He's out there on assignment, but it's okay. Your boy Flo Pizza, Flo Boys, is going to take care of you. But as always, I am not alone. I'm being joined by somebody who's just so dang knowledgeable when it comes to professional wrestling. I was quizzing her before the show, and she named me like a total fool. Give it up for Issa, the NYC Demon Diva. Hey, Flobo. Happy Friday. So excited yeah. to be here with you. We haven't done one together in a little while, so. Yeah, it's kind of a, a cool vibe. Just hanging out here, you know, 0% Glenn, 0% Jack. I love it. Uh, <laughs> Shout out to everyone in the chat right now, and the moderators making good work happen. We're talking about SmackDowns momentarily. But before we get into what happened today on the Friday Night Delight, uh, big stories happening out through the world of wrestling, but the one caught my eye there, Isa. See, when it comes down to internet wrestling personalities, there's one that I know that you know that I know. Simon Miller is actually going to be booked oh. for an impact match against Joe Hendry. Now, this thing on Twitter has been going back and forth. These guys hate each other, but now it's official. Thoughts about the match before we get into the nitty-gritty of this. I am a huge fan of Simon Miller. I love his energy. I love his vibe. He's just such a... Listen, I think Simon Miller deserves everything. I saw this news and I was very excited because I have been seeing them go back and forth in socials and YouTube and this and that for quite a period of time. I was like, this got to be leading somewhere. Now, I know that Simon has been wrestling, you know, in, in different promotions, but... With Impact coming to the UK, it makes sense. This this guy is a draw. This guy is a draw. I have seen him film up and downs outside of arenas, and the amount of people around him is insane. So I'm super excited for him. That gets a that gets a golden like up, you know. <laughs> it's funny when people get their flowers, you know, because for a long time you wondered why why hasn't someone like as talented as, as Simon Miller gotten there? But imagine building your platform on digital media as a wrestling pundit commentator as well i mean that's kind of cool that could be like the future of what wrestlers need to get themselves over yeah he was one of the security guys in the in the miro uh promo for aw as well so you know he's been he's been noticed yeah if you watch uh all in he was one of the security guys for the aw uh AW show. So I, I see somebody in the show saying that he's not a draw in the chat. And I'm just not going to disagree with you, but I'm just going to say, go look at the views that he gets. And most people that are on YouTube would dream of getting half of that. So maybe we have a different understanding of what a draw is, but I find him to be a draw. Shout out to Isu, who was like, have you seen All In? It's like, yeah, we did the after show together. That was the same day. <laughs> have you checked Listen, that show I don't, even know what, I don't even know what day it is today, okay? <laughs> Wasn't even paying attention yet. No, it's all good. Uh, no, I'm excited for that. Big Joe Hendry fan. I believe in Joe Hendry. Can't wait for that matchup uh, to, to happen. Well, I'm rooting for Simon. Wait, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Joe Hendry is like has his own theme song. Is that looking Joe like Hendry. a name? I, I, mean, I know who Joe Hendry is. I actually yeah. like did he I learn about him when he was part of what culture pro wrestling. Look at this and look at where he's at now and who he's gonna be facing. Right. Small world. But yeah. uh why are you hating yeah, then? Stop yeah, hating. Because my money's on Simon. I like him. All right. Well, if Joe Hendry, if you're listening right now, Issa says you have no chance. So I'm scared. That's not what I said. He was like, "You trash." That was a quote. That was a quote. Uh, <laughs> else, elsewhere in wrestling news, it's kind of a small note, uh, at least for me. WWE came out and said their Royal Rumble is going to be uh, at say, uh, say Petersburg, Florida, uh, at Tropicana, and the worst already... stadium in all of baseball. Maybe second Ooh. to the Oakland Coliseum. Oh, I've been to both of them. I actually don't. Hmm. 
I've been to both of them as well. So don't try to flex on me. No, 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 no. I'm not trying to flex. Because <laughs> like those are the two people talk about, but I actually like Tropicana because it seems Why so would you? because it seems like oh, this is the nineties. We we don't because care. it seems so empty. It's, yeah, well, it was a Yankee game. No, it was full. It was, it was all Yankee fans in the stadium. <laughs> But not the point. Uh, welcome to the baseball chat. Uh, so they came up with a lot of these records, right? The the the, the biggest uh, Royal Rumble ever, the biggest uh, event at Tropicana Field. I'm getting kind of burnt out at these gate records. I mean, what do we say is true? What do we care about? Do we care about ticketed numbers? Do we care about how many people buy a ticket? The show uh, has to be good. Like, what do they stand on that? I don't know because you never know what number is the reality. You know what I mean? And we've we've been seeing so much of that with. Uh... With all in, we were just talking about it. And um like you never know what the real number is. As long as they're making money, yeah. good for them. But it, it's drop, you know, it's yeah. whatever. The Thunderdome well, was there. That's how bad that place is. The, the, okay, the Thunderdome was a, a wall of video screens where everyone doesn't got matter. It, <laughs> it was it was in the trap for the majority of his existence. Wow. Uh, I didn't know you hit the trap that bad. It was fine. I mean, enjoyed it. <laughs> you know, it sucked that it was Yankees game and the Yankees won. It's trash. But, of course okay. they won. Why wouldn't they? I mean, it was a good season for the Rays, but that's besides the point. I love baseball. They always right. have a good season. Nobody will know if you live in Tampa. Nobody shows up. <laughs> wow. First Joe Hendry, then the entire city of St. Petersburg, Clearwater. Uh, let's get into this. I'm going to be at the Rumble, <laughs> by the way, Tampa. So. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. So now you said your city's trash, but you're going to be there live to be like, yo. Of course, my shame. job. It's, it's my job. You know, I'm uh, actually excited that they booked this somewhere warm. I will give them that. Yeah. Okay. So if you had a choice to be there, where would you have the Royal Rumble? If not in not the top, would you, where would you put it? Anywhere else? I'll put everything in Las Vegas or Miami or right. you know f- actual fun cities. All right. <laughs> New well, Orleans. <laughs> Dylan Matthews fun for that book. Well, yeah, I'm broke too. All right. So Paul Heyman's opened the show uh, this week, and his name was Paul Heyman. Uh, I was like, I actually had in my notes. I guess his hair color changed, but Ellie and I beat me to it. Uh, let's talk about this. Two weeks from now. We have Crown Jewel. LA Knight's going to be the guy that's going to take that on Roman Reigns. That loses to Roman Reigns. <laughs> there's a He's possibility. Good, I guess. There's a what possibility of there's, what? There's a po- okay. There's a possibility of LA him going longer than five minutes, maybe. But he's losing trouble. Wait, wait, hold on. But LA Knight's one of the most hottest talents that we've seen. Oh my right? god, Everyone what has he him. done, Flobo? He won a freaking battle royal for some beef jerky. Okay, get real. <laughs> he got beef jerky for participating in the battle royal. But let's be real, oh, the well. crowd the crowd loves him. They're chanting okay, his name. Great. There's been talk about Roman Reigns' reign being kind of, he's you know, lose. tired, lose. you know? <laughs> well, anyway. He's going to Paul- put the L on Crown Jewel. <laughs> Just, he's like, I'm right with the hate. So Tampa, LA Knight, who else we hate now? Dang. Um, but, let, but let's talk about this, man. LA Knight is the number one contender. He has uh, one to call it Roman Reigns. Apparently, Roman Reigns is not there because he works two weeks out of the month. But the crowd is firmly behind LA Knight. This could be the biggest opportunity for both these men at Crown Jewel, no? First of all, I would like you to acknowledge the fact that our tribal chief is so given that he takes time off to allow these people to try to step up to his level, but they can't do it. So they have to keep calling him to come back and save this because nobody has done it. Uh, Listen, I'm excited to see... I'm not. He's going to (laughs) lose. You know what? I'm putting my I foot... tried. I tried, man. No, I'm, I'm putting my foot down. How can you be a fan of a guy who doesn't come to work half the time, just tells people to acknowledge me? If you were in an office and your boss showed up half the time saying, I do good work, you guys owe it to me, you would quit. Wouldn't you not? Would you say this guy's like a guy? I've ran, I've ran department from five employees to 150 employees, and I okay. train my employees so well that if I wasn't there, I know my operations are going to run smoothly. So... And- and you don't think your players will try to, like, to have an insurrection when you come back? I told you why he's not there. He's trying to allow people to step up to his level, and it's not happening. Tell me somebody else in all WWE that's at Roman's levels. And he's given them plenty of chances to step That up. is an unfair question because the level is oh, f- for your title reign. It hasn't been done. It's an unfair question. <laughs> but but you know it's getting kind of old. You know that you can't be champ forever. I mean, I, He's going to be champ forever. I hope he is. That is not At least 5,000 days. 5,000 days. Do you know how long that is? With 3,000 days is what? 1,000 days is three years? That That's a lot. That's 15 years of Roman Reigns as champion. I love old it. Old man Romans. We can be one of the time. No, listen. I think it's awesome that they're giving uh, LA Knight the opportunity to lose to Roman Reigns. Ah, I guess this. Logan is, is the only person. Logan Paul 
taking on Roman Reigns is a terrible he already idea. Be, he, already, he already lost to Roman that Reigns is, at the last crown jewel. That's a terrible about? idea. I would not want to see that. Goes, I'm but sure they already that. did it. Slobo acknowledged that. Acknowledged that he already did the job. I'm not even putting Logan in the conversation, but uh, let's let's move on because this gets me so upset. Because look, I want to believe that it's time for a new page here at WWE. You got Cody Rhodes trying to finish a story. You got LA Knight being a hot talent. You have all these NXT call-ups are going nowhere. We'll get to some of those later. Why not make the change now to give yourself a fresh mania? No? Would they have a step up? Speaking of stepping up, Montez you need, you need a prop. You need a prop built to be a big star. You don't? Yeah, shout out to Seth Rollins. Montez Ford had a match <laughs> against Santos Escobar, and I'm confused. And maybe you can help me out with this because Santos Escobar is in a faction that almost never wins. Uh, Montez Ford is in a faction where it's supposed to be serious, but they're coming up to the same theme music, and it was just a bunch of shenanigans. Tights were pulled, etc. What? That's my question. What? <laughs> LWO felt. Like such oh. a huge deal a few months ago. You know, backlash ended with LWO on top. You had Carlito, Savio Vega. It was such a beautiful sight to see. In Puerto Rico only. Everything else, they just have no Correct. whatsoever. But they could have kept it going from there. Um, I, I don't know where you go from here. I think it's very telling that. And, and, and maybe I'm overthinking here, right? I'm big on LWO. But later... Yeah, I got matching tattoos with them, Flobo. <laughs> <laughs> Later, when Ray's backstage, he's like, no, no, don't come out with me. And I'm like, yo, that, that's telling right there. <laughs> Even Ray Mysterio is like, no, you guys stay back here. <laughs> well, Ray Mysterio is the biggest heel in all of wrestling. Uh, he's definitely dead, but continue. <laughs> um, so, I, I mean, I don't know what to think of this. Like, it felt like Santos was going in a different direction, especially when he was like the number one contender and then Ray ended up winning it, but we ended up going really nowhere with that storyline. And I thought they were going to go somewhere. Right. I really like the street profits with Bobby Lashley, but I'm very confused about the way that they are being booked. I'm, I'm very confused about this overall. So you agree with me? Cause there's yeah. a lot of questions here. Cause they're, they're supposed right. to be serious, but they're having a good time. They're wearing suits, but hyping themselves up. And I'm looking at the LWO roster. So you have the former Legalde Fantasma, Carlito, Rey Mysterio, and Carlito's Zelina. Carlito's not part of it. Well, he's, he wore the shirt. That counts. I don't have a shirt. I, just, <laughs> I mean, I, that's half the battle. <laughs> I don't think. I don't think that he should. I think that Carlito should turn. Like, like facts. I think that Carlito should turn. But I know he just got back. He doesn't even have his own music, so you don't have to worry about the pop going away. Nobody's popping for that generic crap they gave him. It, it is pretty generic. It sounds. Yeah. It's kind of, it's kind of like. I guess you forget he's Latino. Here's a here's the most generic. <laughs> like it's like Latin beat number four. Like why? Um, <laughs> but but I, I have not seen a group that big not get any dubs since retribution i mean how long can this go on is that like you have to start at the bottom at some point right yeah, have you beat up some compared them to people? retribution that one hurt that it's, one hurt. it's true is that ever i know done? no no you're not wrong you're not wrong on that um listen i i don't know you would think what, that with them... <laughs> carly doesn't challenge roman okay all right this is great ahead you would think that with Rey Mysterio getting the United States Championship, the, the, the faction will feel bigger, but it doesn't. Um, so, I mean, I'm confused. I have questions. The match overall is fun. I always hear for a Montez Four singles match because it's just incredible how good he looks in the ring, especially with Santos, like a little bit of different styles clashing, and I, I, I was a fan of it. Uh, but yeah, I was very, very confused, and I'm not sure that you should be booking both of these factions who you're trying to build and rebuild against each other when they both need big wins. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I'm actually a fan of Angela Dawkins, but I understand for years they were saying Montez Ford is a star, and he does look bigger now, and the tights are very Lashley light, which is another thing. I don't know what they're trying to, are they trying to make him a Lashley? I'm not really sure uh, with that. But yeah, the match, was, the match itself was great. I just don't know who to root for. I don't think anyone looked better after it. It's just kind of a, a dead segment for me. Personally. I also still don't understand why they are together, and I did miss SmackDown for a week, but I don't feel like Bobby Lashley ever ever gave us like a real explanation of what was going on i okay if you want me to take a step back it's bobby doing the mvp impression but when i looked at mvp is when he came to bobby he was like yeah you're dealing with lana focus with me right now it's kind of like hey i got suits you want suits and that was it (laughs) that's what i'm saying and like the first week that it happened 
I pop big. He mentioned Trick. He mentioned Mellow. He got them, you know, get in the car with me. But then after that, it just hasn't clicked for mm. me yet. Yeah, same here. I wonder if we got to think of the chat because if there's anyone that can explain this one to me, please let me know. Because that was all I have is question marks in my notes. Um, same. But what I do have an exclamation point because it was kind of gross. Uh, we had a spa day apparently from ah! Elton Strong. It's really deadly. We're just there chilling. So the brawling yes, Bruce. Boy. Yes, boy. The, uh, the brawling Bruce just break in and they ruin everything. What's up with that, man? I thought the brawling Bruce wanted some guys just you know replenish the cup. And that should be that should be illegal in in certain countries. Like you shouldn't interrupt somebody's body. Come on, you know you're getting your toes done, ah uh, man. Anyway, then he put their their face in their. I would assume that I I, I know pretty deadly has beautiful clean feet, so I bet you that water smell amazing. How do you so, know? Because they look the, they look like they would. <laughs> okay. They take very good care of themselves. You know, I think that that water will smell amazing. So. Right. Uh, what what were we going with? <laughs> I don't know. We ended up with the water. Oh yeah, the brawling brutes. They their pedicure water will be terrible. Like yeah. I would not want our, my face mashing the pedicure water of the brawling brutes. But pretty deadly, it's probably good. Anyways, I'm excited for this. I am. I'm a big fan of pretty deadly. I love everything that they do. Their backstage segments, I actually look forward to. I I enjoyed it. The brawling brutes were kind of like. Still waiting for Shame to come back if he's going to come back. And they were right. NXT, they were on the main roster. And even though uh, Brawling Boots have been on the main roster for almost two years now, it does kind of feel NXT ish. Do you think that'd be a problem for the Pretty Deadly on the roster, or you have to give them something to get them restarted again? You know what? I where I'll go with this is they need to either split up the tag titles, or I, I don't know what you do because. You, you were talking about the issue with Roman. I also do think that with the tag titles being undisputed on one set of people being featured. Although Finn and, and Priest were coming over to SmackDown here or there, but they're, mo they're mostly featured on Raw. And I also think that that's hurting storylines for all these tag teams that you have just randomly facing each other and taking losses that they shouldn't be facing because they have nothing to fight for. So I do think that the exact same issue that we have with the main title we're having in the tag team division. Uh, pretty deadly, kind of funny. Uh, Dylan Matthews said this segment created their COVID strain, and I know that feeling. Uh, having to lick uh, bath water with feet in it, uh, but we got to move on because uh, the thing you mentioned about the tag tile situation does come up a little later with something we came across uh, backstage. Jeff but... Farmer is stalking us in the shop, by the way. Oh, who? Who's that? Jeff Farmer. This tells know. tells got to come to work. Roman Reigns. Tells <laughs> got to go to work. <laughs> so. Uh, your boy John Cena is in My the building. Boy. He's your boy. Yeah, you said you said Roman Reigns is number two of all time, and then above him Definitely. is John Cena. Definitely, you must not know about me. No, well. I, I can see you. I can see you. So John Cena comes out and he's complaining because you know he always gives up and says two thousand two days without a single televised match. Maybe yeah, he was gone two thousand of them. It's his fault. Why is he crying for it? Wow, uh, the disrespect you have towards the greatest of all time. I don't astounding. have disrespect. I'm speaking facts. He left. He went, He decided to make some movies, and now he wants to sit here and count the days that he wasn't here. Bro, get a life. Make some movies? You dare refer to the Marine as make some movies? No, he made some good ones. He, Fast he, Nine? He made some makes, good ones. Train wreck as some movies? They're cinematic Damn, classics. I didn't realize you were all up in that John Cena filmography yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. I can Cinephile. See I, I can see him. <laughs> but he, he was close to giving up, but we got ourselves a seven with the bloodline, still being a thorn and Cena's side. So Solo Sokoa, Jimmy Uso uh, filmed themselves and what they did last week just seems to be all up in John Cena's grill. And well, even though I love the bloodline, I love John Cena. I kind of want this whole group to split up kind of bit. But your thoughts about that? Uh, what can I say? I mean, obviously, Jay Uso lacks originality and have to come and attack Jimmy the same way Jimmy attacked him on Monday. But wow. I mean, are you surprised that they're doing the same thing? They they literally just do the same thing. I can't get mad. I, I hate Jay's theme song now. It's just, it's just me, Ooze, day one. Yes. It, yeah, that's another thing. It's just me, Ooze, but he goes and gets on a tag team. It's not just you, bro. 
It's you and Cody Rose. It's you and Sami Zayn. It's you and Jimmy Uso. It's never been just you. Wow. But listen, that's wow. beyond the point. Uh, that is the point. Yeah, I mean, if you ever told me, and I know you're going to feel that I'm disrespecting him, but if you had ever told me that we were going to get a John Cena run that felt irrelevant, I would have not believed you. And this is what this feels like. Like this guy that's just backstage and we got to find something for him to do. None of these stories make sense. None of this makes sense. And it just... Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 I hear you. I mean, I, I get people are saying this is why I always ask about the bloodline situation. I know your boy Roman's out there. Getting and the bloodline doesn't exist. Roman shouldn't rely on anybody. anybody. I, I know he's getting his uh his pretty deadly like foot massages and pedicures, but week to week the, the Usos and company are there. And how long can this go on before someone comes in and says, Once and for all, either we're releasing you or retreating you back, or you're going on suspension. It does feel to go back and forth like a Tom and Jerry thing. First of all, Jay Uso had quit, so this is all Cody Rose's fault for bringing him back. Wow! And uh, I don't know, they're just trying to keep us distracted until whatever is going to happen here is going to happen here. They have got to, I mean, I don't know when they're going to do it, but I'd rather see Jimmy and Jay on a bigger pay per view. And it feels like we're maybe teasing it too soon. I, so I thought that we split them. To yeah. keep them away from each other for a right. while, you know, right. and now seeing them like attack each other and do all this just makes me wonder if we're gonna prematurely book this match that could really be on a bigger pay per view. I'm gonna skip the, around a second because the segment, two segments afterwards, uh, after the big dust up that happened in the ring, you're, there was a bit of a, a peeing contest. Can I say that word recently after yes, dark? Can. Uh, between Adam Pierce and Nick Aldis and what to do with the situation it's bleeding over all these different shows and. We saw a little conflict between the new general managers, but then Adam Pierce saying, let the games begin. So Survivor Series, maybe? I don't know. Adam Pierce is the worst authority figure. I will never listen to anything he tells me to do. The worst? Yeah. Worse than Snoop Dogg? <laughs> Cedric Entertainer? No? I mean, he no? was an out. He was he ran the show. I don't know. Yeah, he was an anonymous raw general manager. Am I that old that no one remembers their anonymous raw general manager? Oh my god, I am. I'm having a moment here. Um, okay, <laughs> why did he Adam Pierce so much? He I don't know. I just person. don't think that he's being. I don't think he's done anything that I go. Oh, remember when Adam Pierce made this decision? He was a game changer. You know what I mean? Like they're just having always backstage, just looking flustered. Um, and I, I think I think he's setting something up for Survivor Series. Yes. See, that's unfair because I feel like Adam Pierce was just kind of like the authority figure for the entire company. He was supposed to be a, a wuss. And overnight, he became a general manager, right? Wouldn't it start now? Wouldn't you want to have a fresh slate with him? Maybe. Uh, anyway, Nick Aldis, how do you feel about this? him being a GM? I love it. I love it. And okay, that, that's an easy question. But the idea yeah. is that we have maybe war games or survivor series on the horizon. And I want to see more of that. That actually it seems like they're teasing a lot, right? Because I thought it was gonna be something bloodline and judgment day related. And now they're kind of teasing this. So we'll see where they go. But you have a few factions in WWE now, so you really could make war games work. Last year, I really enjoyed that Survivor Series was War Games, but the, the match that we got, both of them, kind of made sense. I don't want them to, because Survivor Series was feeling kind of like force, right? And then we had the brand versus brand. When there was a real brand split, I actually didn't mind. On popular opinion, I didn't mind that because we really were not seeing these people interact with each other like we see it now. Right. But last year, the, the War Games made sense, so I don't wanna, I don't want it to feel forced. So like, let's just make sure that it makes sense, and we have enough time to book something that makes sense. So maybe this is the start of whatever it is that they're gonna do. Yeah, hot take. Except for the uh, the oopsie year when NXT was involved, it's my oh, that was the best. Yeah, that was fun. That was, but that was. It's easy my least favorite pay per view of the year because I don't know what's supposed to be. You survived, okay. <laughs> but they never, even even during the brand split, you never really had anything to that the brand that will win will get for. It. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I like I said, the first few years, like, and maybe it's just a singles match, but I look fondly on freaking Brock against AJ Styles or Brock against Daniel Bryan. These are matches that we weren't gonna get just because you know we Absolutely. got a few. Of course, we. I think it's the first time we saw Shinsuke and Seth when they were like Intercontinental United States champions. Now we've seen them a million times, but there was a few matches back in the day that if you single out a few of them they were really good and the nxt year i could talk about that year forever it was so good i don't understand why we didn't do it all the time yeah um but it is once the brand split was kind of like blah you you stopped caring 
So, I mean, we'll see. War Game Survivor Series, I thought, was a success last year, but I did think the matches made sense that they put inside, you know, War Games. War Games. I'm going to say that. Uh, so we have another spooky gimmick, because we love spooky gimmicks. Isla Dawn and Alba Fire, which it looks like they're going to be called the Unholy Union. We're talking about the, the women tag team. Eh, it's kind of cheesy, but you know what? It's a time of the year. Um, I disagree. But we're having ourselves a tag team division now on the women's side, because those titles seem to be cursed. Now, Isa, you are a big fan, big proponent of women's wrestling. Some promotions don't really do it justice. But this division literally has been cursed with injuries can these two be the start of something special the testing division is just being a mess for wwe but right now i feel like there's being a lot of improvement in the way that they're booking the women didn't say the testing division i said the women in general i think raw is hitting on all spots i think nxt is pretty much a women's wrestling show for like 50 percent of it and i think tonight what we saw in the main event it really does feel like we're putting importance in the women we're putting importance what we're doing with jade so maybe while we're in this momentum maybe they'll say hey let's find this other you know this other thing that's not working and try to elevate it as well i don't know i hope so but it does feel like something has been wrong with the stacking titles from the beginning yeah hopefully we can figure out what it is but i will say i feel like there's a little bit of a momentum going on with the women's division in wwe and i think that right now will be the right time to do it i will say with the exception of wow because it doesn't really count i think nxt does feature the most women's matches per show dylan mm -hmm. so it's not nxt they're cool and i'll leave it at that it's uh, aw hey aew is trying man they're trying okay I how mean, how comfortable how uh, are they trying well, because I remember in the first year when they started, they didn't really have many women's matches. But I mean, and they now, still don't. Well, I think the problem is more the split division than anything else. See, the problem for me oh, is more, a split division. Absolutely, I think there's enough talent now. There's enough skill now that you can build a really solid small division to make things happen. But when you're what division Jay, is split because they they're 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 featuring in all the shows. Yeah, the the women's division and then the TBS division. I, that second title shouldn't have existed. And I they, love even if it didn't exist at though, you see Chris Statlander show up on Dynamite or Rampage or Collision. It's not like they're actually split. They're not trying. Right. So I feel like when you have talent that are just being like not used or being benched or being rotated too heavily, it's hard to get behind anyone. Moves and holes don't really make us wrestling fans. We buy into characters, we buy into stories first, and then it moves after that. And it's my opinion. That's why Tony Storm is getting over because she's a character. But if you see her in yeah, one division one day... Pay attention to the picture-in-picture picture she's getting over. We like her. We like what she's doing. But the placement of where they're putting her film is BS, and you know it. So what would AEW have to do? Actually, I want to ask that question on the SmackDown show. But I really want to know that question after this. But we gotta, gotta, I'm trying, like, uh, Tony, Tony Storm is getting over. Yeah, in the picture-in-picture picture segment. Come on, bro. I, hey, Sammy, Sammy, Sammy Gavara got over that way, too. I'm just putting it out there. All right. <laughs> He He's done so much since he was doing those card things, huh? <sighs> all elite, man. It's all elite for a reason. Uh, let's let's talk about. Uh, oh, ah! sorry. We want to get to the next segment here. Uh, Bad Bunny's going to be in SNL uh, this weekend. Got the DVR ready to go. Benito's going to be the musical guest for the second time and hosting for the first time. Uh, I'm excited. Forget, the first time he was the SNL performer, he was the 24/7 champion, and he took the title and performed holding it. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I'm going to be on DVR for that one. So it'd be kind of cool to check that one out uh, as well. Uh, so let's talk about uh, A-Town Down Under, which to me is the most unfortunate tag team name of all time. Uh, you got uh, Austin Theory, Grayson Waller against Kramer Grimes and Dragon Lee. Like Dragon Lee's music. I'm not sure if I'm on board with Dragon Lee quite yet. Cameron Grimes is okay, but he's been on the bench for a long time. Grayson Waller's eating uh, Austin Theory's lunch. I feel like there's one guy that sticks out, and it's Walla, this entire contest. And somehow they still managed to make him feel like he's cooled off a lot. Mm. Um, and I'm not trying to blame it on Austin Theory, but I do think as soon as they pair him, a lot of the momentum that Grayson Waller had going for him slowed down. Because I before... Uh, before Austin Theory, you had him wrestling Edge. You had him, you know, like kind of like having John Cena on his show and, and Cody Rhodes. Like he was doing a lot of things as a singles. And now he's on matches with people that you forget that are in the main roster. 
<laughs> and another one that got called up without anybody knowing. Like, right. I, I don't, I don't know. I, I like Grayson Waller a lot. Uh, I'm just not sure that this pairing. I maybe it's because their gimmicks. They're kind of like the same, but they're not really. So maybe their gimmicks just clash. There's just something here that's not working for me between the two of them. I can tell you what exactly what it is, and that is uh, Grayson Waller is what eight, it's Austin Theory is supposed to be. But right. Grayson Waller is way more charismatic. charismatic. And I know Austin Theory has the body because they zoom in on his abs every Friday night. It looks great. I'm kind of jealous. But you can't rely on that forever. And it's kind of like, well, if you want to pick one of those, I'd rather have a play. Remember when Ricochet tagged with Braun Strowman? It was like mini-me version of the same guy. Like, you don't yeah. want to have guys that are just too similar. I think that's what's happening here with uh, your boy Austin Theory. But... Yeah, it's just – it's not clicking. And it just feels like – I don't know. I just – it's low Grayson Waller a lot. I'm a big Grayson Waller fan. So we'll see where it goes, but it's just not working for me right now. For actually none of these guys. And again, these are another questionably tacting match that I was like, why is this here? Like, do we even care? I, I The talent was good, but everyone seemed like a yeah. derivative. Like, Dragon Lee does, unless you tell me otherwise, I'm always going to compare him to Rey Mysterio, fortunately. And the camera but drives. But he has a ponytail in right Oh, right. That was more Kalisto. Ray, yeah, right, 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 right. Yeah, right, <laughs> Lucha, right. Lucha, dragons. Uh, yeah, we're, <laughs> uh, we're nerds. Uh, and Cameron Grimes was, no, was, 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 was on fire with LA Knight. And NXT came up. I'm not even sure if he's still rich anymore. Is he still a backward savage? We Just... never found out. He's he looking a little musty lately. So I'm going to, I don't think he's rich. Dang. You know, fellas, when a girl says you kind of look musty, Ain't a coming back from that, man. You, you better get to the spot. You better you better come pretty deadly and get some info on their routine. There ain't nothing you can say. You can be like, no, I'm not. Yeah. If a girl calls you musty, you musty, bro. But I, <laughs> I don't think Dragon Lee's a thing yet. I want to be proven wrong. I like this music, but I'm not really feeling it. But uh, Elsewhere, we got a sit-down interview on a Friday night with Kathy Kelly, who was a, a former colleague of mine. sitting down with Kevin Owens, dealing with his trade over from Raw. He's kind of sad. About the whole Sami Zayn situation. Sad. He, he should be happy. Go on. Sami Zayn ain't. I'm here for that. He, Kevin Owens should be happy. He was dealing with Sami Zayn being a stage five clinger over on Raw, wanting to hang out with Jey Uso, being jealous that Jey Uso is now with Cody. We all know he wanted Jay to pick him as a tag team title. I, I champions. Like I think that Kevin Owens is better off because Sami Zayn got some other. He's he's got some Stockholm syndrome with the bloodline, and Kevin Owens ain't got no time for that. Here's a sad, sad and tragic. I actually agree with you, but the sad and tragic part is I'm afraid Kevin Owens is going to be like the anti Ezekiel Kevin Owens, which is fun, but I really want him to beat up people. I really want him to really go back to the NXT or when he was facing Roman Reigns back in 2019, 20. I want let's, that. Let's relax Owens. with that because he faced Roman Reigns way too many times, but sure. I want to see where this, and I'm sure we're going to talk about it soon, but I want to see where the United States Championship goes. And I think either one of these guys will be a great field for a singles Kevin Owens, whatever happens at Crown Jewel with the United States Championship. Absolutely. That's why I want to sit the table because we have somebody with the name of Logan Paul. You may have heard of him because WWE makes sure you know who the heck he is. Honorary Puerto Rican Logan Paul. Thank you. Is he though? He's kind of just like using your resources to skip tax revenue. That's kind of he messed lives, up. He lives here. He lives here. All right. But he he does, out- like, I will tell you one thing. This guy has, and, and I'm not trying to give him any, any credit, but this guy has remodeled over 25 boxing gyms that look like absolute crap. My, my cousin trains in one of them and it's insane the money that the polls are are like giving back in 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 quiet ways ways that nobody would know about unless you actually live here all right well if you i mean if an actual puerto rican says he passes then he's good no no we don't we don't we don't accept him but (laughs) so wait he's he's doing some work he's doing he's been putting in the work to try to win us over i will i will give it i gotta give him the the effort is being put you can come to the cookout, but this one come first or last. And help no, no, no. We have a to-go box, and we'll give it to him when he drives by, and that's oh, it for now. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that's when you know you musty. You can't even come to the cookout. Just not yet. Not yet. You know, unless it comes after everybody leaves. Then it's all right. <laughs> so I complained about this on Twitter, and I want your opinion about this. Logan Paul calls out Ray Mysterio, which to me is kind of random, right? Because it's not so much I hate Ray, is that Ray holds a championship that he wants. I am not necessarily against the fact that Logan Paul wants to be U.S. champion because who doesn't? Because that title doesn't really mean anything in the main roster in about 20 years. There, I said it. 
But I feel like Logan Paul's in this weird no man's land where he comes too often to be a special attraction like Brock Lesnar, but he's not there enough for me to care about him on a deeper level. It's like, I'm Logan Paul. I'm annoying. I get, I get it, but I don't want to see you get beat up. I just want you to leave. I, I have mixed feelings, and I don't know if maybe <laughs> it was. I don't know if maybe... <laughs> It's because of what you mentioned, and I will highlight it, mentioning that the United States Championship hasn't felt important, that I do feel like maybe doing this would just like do something for it and somebody gets it off of him and, and we can build some momentum again because it's been a while where I keep on forgetting who the United States Champion is. And that will never happen with the IC Champion since Gunther got his hands on it. Right. And nobody has been able to elevate this title to the point that you were talking about that earlier. We, if you were at that level, we wouldn't even need, like, you would feel important. I think, like, Gunther sometimes feels even more important than the world championship. I said it. Like, his yeah. matches feel like a big deal. Nobody has done that in SmackDown for the United States Championship. Hence what I meant where nobody has really stepped up. I right. forgot when Austin Theory had it. I would have to keep, like, reminding myself. And now, every time that I see Rey Mysterio, it's like, oh, yeah, Rey Mysterio is the United States Champion. So, there is a part of me that feels like, why don't we do it just for the heck of it how often can he show up onto survivor series and then maybe we take it off of him then but he will build some momentum and he will be so annoying his his promos will go viral maybe not with the wrestling community but all his crap goes viral so he'll be like he'll be so annoying about it i i feel like it might be what this championship needs and it's a matter of who gets it off of him and what do they do with that person next that's why i told you kevin owens could be a great person grayson waller you know but um i wouldn't put grayson waller because Logan Paul is a big heel right now. But yeah. for tonight's segment, I love both of their promos. I like what he had to say. I like the flexing. And I like that Ray just came out and was like, all right, bro, you want a chance? You got it. Like, not scared, not like giving the whole, you don't deserve it. You know, right. like, I, I actually, I, I actually like this segment and I thought it did a good job at selling us the match. But call me crazy, this United States Championship needs something to make right. it feel like a big deal again. And this could actually work. Okay, so I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. So let's say Logan Paul beats Rey Mysterio, crown jewel, and is now the U.S. champion. What is more valuable, uh, being someone that has a long title reign or someone that defends that title more frequently? You can only have one. Which elevates the title quicker or better? Isn't it quality over quantity? Sometimes, but John Cena's known the last one of the biggest U.S. champions from fighting every week, and he fought everybody. That was in 2015, Flobo. Oh, yeah, that's an example. Because you think about the best... <laughs> no, no, no. I get what you're saying. Look at Gunther. Like, we're getting yeah. a title defense from Gunther at least once or twice a month. I, I get what you're saying. And all of these matches slap. Yeah. So, I think Literally. there's a little... <laughs> yeah, it's like almost too hard. <laughs> um, I think there is a valid point to each one of these bookings. But mm -hmm. the problem is that there is no importance when the title means nothing to nobody. It's very hard for me to tell you what would save the United States Championship because it hasn't felt like a big deal in so long that it doesn't matter who has it at this point, but you could really do something with it. I'm with you. Uh, chat, let us know who you thought was the last important United States Champion. I'm I'm trying to be as respectful as possible. I know in WCW... John Cena in 2015. It can't be just John, though, because there was like a whole bunch of... If it is, that's pretty sad. But, but like in WCW, it was like a, a thing. It was prestigious. I always say Harley Race and all that stuff. But Man, in WWE, I can't with think this of championship. It's very hard to think of like after that run. Like maybe Cena cursed it because after that run, it's very hard for me to tell you, man, remember this guy or this guy or this guy. And I was just telling you this. If you if if I go back to 2015, I think Seth Rollins had an amazing run with the Intercontinental oh, yeah, Championship. Yeah, yeah. Good, like there's a couple of people that I can remember off the top of my head since yeah. then that have been great IC champions. I mean, well, I the, IC, the IC title has its own history. Seth Rollins like had it, but I don't think he did anything important with it outside of like the cashing that failed. No, uh, right, You're right. I just think about the best WWE United States champions we've had over the time that was here. I'm like, Shelton Benjamin, Bobby Lashley, and it, and it, dry, it dries up super quick. How could a title be under the radar for almost 30 years? That's crazy. You see that? I think that was before the Cena era. 
Okay. But the, but Dean Ambrose still had a great uh, United States Championship reign. I think he even broke a record d- during that time for longest reigning, if I'm not mistaken. Don't quote me on that. Chat's chiming in hardcore. But you guys yeah. are like you guys are talking like old like like right. not, we're not talking recent. Yeah, I mean John Cena I think would be the baseline. So let's say from from 2015 on, when I think of the USA champ, I think of Bobby Lashley because he because he list of champions. because he no. posed with it on his way to the ring. Uh, Dylan Matthews had a comment here, and I kind of lost it. Yeah, he says, Austin Theory killed the U.S. title importance, I said what yeah. I said. Which is ironic, because he cashed in his money in the bank for that title. So you would think it would be used to elevate that championship, even though he didn't get the cash in, obviously. Um, that's a very odd question. This is a long-ass list. Okay, hold on. So, what? This list is not even in order? King Booker? <laughs> He's a better world heavyweight champion. I, I see what you're saying, but I think of King Booker at the world heavyweight championship. He and gold. Being draped in gold, Charmel in gold, Thamel in gold. Um, I can't say that name on a wrestling show. All right. Uh, this is a quick reminder if we get to our main event. SmackDown is going to be an FS1. What's up? I'm just trying to look. And yeah, oh. Bobby Lashley has had it the longest after yeah. that. And then there was a, there was a pretty... Uh, Damian Priest had it for like 191 days. And then oh. Lashley got it back. I, I do remember, but this is fully biased. I remember Priest's... Uh, Run because he has some great matches on Raw. He had that triple threat with Sheamus and Drew McIntyre. And you know, I love my big meaty men slapping meat. Um, and I do remember it because they had a house show here in Puerto Rico. And mm-hmm. he showed up with that title. He got to main event and it was such a huge deal. So that's a raid that I look very fondly of, but that is completely biased because it was such a cool moment. I'm with you because I, I remember uh, Apollo Cruz's United States front because he's feeding with Lashley because I'm the right. the only Apollo Cruz mark on the planet. Apollo <laughs> the, Cruz the, is great. He's great, but he just uh, the Nigerian stuff was so hard. It was like, oh man, it's just cheesy, but it gets you on TV. You but know? you know, um, it was a little bit cheesy. But as somebody that appreciates representation, I wish they would have booked them better. Mm-hmm. An actual piece of royalty. Right. Yeah, I get it. Right, because I got to talk to him about that during one time that I got to interview him, and, and he went on about how much it meant to him to actually represent and all that. But obviously, creatively wise, it just didn't hit, and you really could have done something for for that. You know, for I, I again, I'm just very big on representation. I think representation is everything. Uh, Jared Ford, apparently kayfabe was broken for him, says the only reason Austin Theory got that push was because he stole an egg from Vince. That's not how wrestling works. The egg wasn't real. I don't, I don't know why. I, okay, yeah. I almost just choke on my water. <laughs> that was the worst Survivor Series I have ever been to. I, I attended that live. I oh, was wow. so angry to the point that I had tickets for the role the next day and I didn't go. I chose to just stay in the city drinking. Wow, you actually did not go to a wrestling show because it was so bad? I didn't go to a Raw the next day. No, why would I go? So we could talk about the eggs some more? I was going to Listen, if you got you got a good hang out of the table, drinks are coming, and you go, oh, man, I could get up here and go to the Raw after the egg Survivor Series. The drinks sound better, Flogo. <laughs> Put the egg with the poster, brother. Okay, let's get up here. <laughs> we'll watch it on my phone. Put it on my phone right here. Keep the drinks coming. <laughs> this is off the rails. Our main event today was for the WWE Women's Championship, so I guess it's no longer undisputed. But the Women's Championship, Charlotte gets EO Sky. Charlotte's looking for title number 15. Eoskai comes up with damage control, and damage control was the X Factor with Bailey getting involved, Dakota getting the belts involved, and the return of I'm on my own against the wall, Bianca ah, Belair. The EST. How about I that for Brooklyn? I missed yeah. her. I, I love seeing Bianca on my screen. The time off was well deserved. I hope she's rested. I hope she's ready to go. This match was fun. They are definitely doing a great job at building EO as a, as a great champion. She's scoring some big wins against some big people. I think she's defended the title more times than Rhea Ripley since she cashed in. That's true. Um, That's true. I will say that I can't complain about the idea of like damage control helping her out when we have so many factions doing the exact same thing in the in other divisions. But I will say, like, as happy as I am, Bianca looked like a goddess. Like, doesn't it make you wonder what the hell's going on with Charlotte and where's this going? Because she's just taking L after L after L for a while now. Like, and maybe they're just trying to get rid of the stigma of, like, because I even said it to them. I was like, oh, I want you to retain, but you can't bet against Charlotte. You know what I mean? Mm. Because it's Charlotte Flair. So maybe they're just trying to lower that stigma and expectation that she's always going to win. 
Yeah. But I'm like, it's in the main event. Charlotte is involved. Gosh, she's going to win. <laughs> you know? Um, but I really just wonder, what are we going to, where do we go with Charlotte from here? Because she's losing a whole lot. I am a, look, I'm the biggest Charlotte apologist on the planet. I, I love Charlotte. Her last four title runs they were almost all transitional. Even when she beat Rhea Ripley at WrestleMania, she was just holding it. She gave Mia Yim the first title defense, which is like, yeah. not, not bad, but like really random. <laughs> you know, uh, I, I'm, I totally get it. So I, I was okay with her not winning, especially on a SmackDown. But you're right. It didn't feel like it was going to be like the setup for Jade Cargill. It's going to be a big stare down at the end. But we have Damage Control getting involved, which I'm glad because Damage Control was another faction that was looking weak. But before that, though, the match itself was almost like Joshi standards. It was hard hitting. There was something yeah. that I didn't expect. Either one would pull out on a Friday night on a random Friday. So I was having some issues with my stream. Like it kept buffering. And it was so funny because every time that it would refresh and come back, there was like a crazy spot. And I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> like oh, this yeah. match is insane. Like it came back there on the top rope and she does the hurricane from the top rope. And then like it comes back. There's a crazy drop kick from Io to Charlotte. Like Io really like look great here. And I, 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 I'm, I'm with you. I'm a big fan of Charlotte, but um, yeah, I just don't. I just don't know. I want to know what we're doing with Charlotte and what this is building towards. I mean, she was standing tall in the ring with Bianca at the end. You would think that Bianca has nothing but revenge in her mind because if you remember, Bianca did win the title and lasted 60 seconds before she got cashed in on. Like mm -hmm. I think a lot of people forget, but Bianca did lose this you know it wasn't right. Asuka so anyways the whole point is I think I would you would think that Bianca will go right after Io so right. where do we go with Charlotte and why was Charlotte standing tall next to like I'm confused I have questions so tonight's Smackdown left me with a lot of questions but hey maybe that makes you tune in next week I don't know <laughs> that, that's definitely the idea I hope because I was almost off the damage control like I'm the biggest Billy fan of all time I was concerned coming back from injury that she's going to be put in a slot that I didn't appreciate and when Dakota Kai went down Bailey still did all, a lot of the heavy lifting tonight, getting tossed around, like just getting involved in the match. But this is good because the Control controller has a chance to regroup, and I'm fine with that. Yeah. So, but the whole thing I'm asking you, Issa, is the cloud of Jade Cargill. Like, where does she come from? Is she going to be a SmackDown talent, you think? Is she going to Raw? Will she get involved here? What's up? I am such a fan of all these thesis that we don't know where she's going to do and what like we seen her in every show I was shocked that we didn't see her tonight somebody mm -hmm. mentioned in the chat that she tweeted after Bianca showed up I'm pretty sure they're both aware of how badly we all want to see that match but it needs to be a great few like we need to build it for a big pay-per-view and we need uh something that stood out to me at the press conference is that Triple H said that he's ready to put the machine behind Jade when she's ready for it so maybe while we get her ready for in the meantime, we keep her relevant. We keep her showing up because the one thing that Jay Cargill has is that she looks like a million dollars. So just having her appear on your shows is an extreme, like crazy. I, I will keep tuning in just to see where she's going to be and what she's going to do. I would have her, um, I will have her in NXT first. I will have, I think beating, I think beating Becky for that title is a huge deal. And I think it should go to a big name. And I think that would be a great way to establish her. I, I like that. I think the problem with NXT is is either there's like Becky, no one at the B tier, and a bunch of C's. And I don't mean that in a disrespectful way. It's like if Jay becomes champ, it's like who's next in line? Roxanne Perez? We see her there. Right. And that Jay is what I'm afraid of because we did see. But the problem is that the audience for WWE is not the same audience that might be familiar with her. So you could build an indestructible streak for her. Not similar, but almost similar, you know, and with a championship that can't show up on the main roster, that can't show up anywhere, because the one thing we learned with Becky is that she's defending the NXT championship on Mondays now. Mm -hmm. So now you don't have that, you know, you can book the match on a Monday, or on a, it should be on a pay-per-view, but I would like for Jay to, like, build up and let people learn how to, like, just get behind her. They they just, they did that with Bianca, and it works so well, but how long do you keep her down there when she's such a big investment and such a, you know, she's a draw, there? So I, I I don't know, but I will have her in NXT first. Uh, I'm sure I forget this, but are you a fan of the NXT titles on Raw and vice versa, or not so much? Yes. Um, I think it's working right now. I think it's bringing more viewers. I mean, NXT is doing a lot better weekly numbers than they were doing before you had a Dominic and a Becky Lynch there. So I do think it's bringing more eyes to the product. I am not a fan of the title being defended on a Monday and then that person not showing up on Tuesday. 
Like, I don't have a problem if you defend the title on Monday, but then show up on Tuesday and cut your promo or do what you need to do. Um, because then, then you, you, you see what I'm saying. It's like, then right. you Go just seem work. like you yeah. don't want to do... Exactly. Don't take yeah. an NXT belt if you can't show up to actually NXT. Right. Like, and I'm not... I love Becky. She's probably on my top three, so I'm not trying to throw shade, but that has been happening since she became the NXT champion, where Dom is showing up to every freaking show. Literally every show. We see him on SmackDown. We see him on Raw. We see him on NXT. So, if you're going to defend the title on Monday, also show up on Tuesday. I think if you have a show that's like star loaded, then yeah, maybe we don't need her. Bring her when you don't have anybody, but then don't have her defend the night before. Okay, I gotcha. And that's basically for the main title. So like if if raw can raw title be defended on NXT or only a one way thing, you think? No, I think it okay, could be okay. both ways. Because I know there's a whole thing about where Raw is gonna be, where NXT is gonna be, the TV deals has not popped any new stories about that, but I'm just kind of curious to see where your mind's at. Right. Well. Crown Jewel is in two weeks, which is going to be at 10 a.m. Pacific or 1 p.m. Eastern. But next week is going to be the contract signing between Roman Reigns and L.A. Knight. And you and I both know contract signings are never amicable. No one ever uses DocuSign. It's going to be a fight. What do you think is going to happen here? Is it going to be a stipulation? Is it going to be a battle? Is it going to be L.A. Knight saying, you know what? Just give him the title because you're weak. What do you think? It's going to be L.A. Knight changing his mind, realizing that. He took on a task that he's not going to be able to finish. <laughs> when LA Knight wins, you're going to be so shocked. Okay. Slow uh, You really think Roman Reigns is not going to lose this match? He's not. <laughs> I mean, it's crown jewel. Slobo, I had this exact same confidence anytime that he's faced anyone. Go back and watch the shows. It doesn't matter if it's Cody, Jay. It doesn't matter who it is. I always had the same confidence in my tribal chief. He's not losing. But crown jewel is a WrestleMania equivalent event. I'm just putting up. It's it doesn't matter where it happens. It doesn't matter where it happens. Uh, okay. Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, Crown Jewel, Survivor Series. It doesn't matter. He's winning. It needs to end. I'm not even impatient. I want to give it a, a nice, like, good resolution, but this can't go on forever. Sucks it to can't. suck, Slobo. You're going to have to deal with it. Speaking of that, Issa just called me Musty. Uh, this is the Wrestling Gig After Show for SmackDown 1020. Uh, before you wrap this up, Issa, let me know if people can find you online, stream your stuff, and more. Man... This was fun, so I always have such a good time talking with you. <laughs> yeah, same here. Um, you guys can find me here on Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. You guys can also find me on my YouTube channel, NYC Demon Diva. We do watch alone for the majority of these shows. We have a great time over there, so come hang out with us. And yeah, NYC Demon Diva across all socials. Yeah, I'll be back next week alongside Glenn. I think he's out there paragliding or something. But at Flobo Boys on that X or Twitter or all that jazz, come say hello. But until next time, don't be musty, man. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.